0: Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Well, today I have a special guest, and he just came back from Paris. Wouldn't you like to know what he ate over there? His name is Richard Wilkinson. Hey, Richard, thank you so much for stopping by.
1: Happy to be here, Nancy.
0: I wanted you to tell um, about your company, tell everybody what you do and what you rep,
1: Sure. So uh my company is called Made Materials for Designers, uh and it's myself and my partner Jiza Brown. Uh we just opened a new gallery space um in November. Really spent the holidays with the slowed down, you know, the the downtime, uh, curating it and getting everything full.
0: And the gallery is located?
1: Gallery is located on the Northeast corner of Scottsdale Road and Lincoln Drive. So there's this really beautiful, um, sort of Spanish styled office complex that's there. It's called El Dorado Square, um, built sometime in like the early eighties, I believe. So one of the uh, buildings was recently purchased and remodeled, and it's becoming this little design area. Actually, there's a couple of custom builders that are in the complex, uh, several interior design firms. And then um, we took the Ferrari building. Ferraris were never sold there. It's just, I don't know.
0: Did Do they thing. leave one there?
1: I wish. <laughs> right. I wish, right? That's th- would not be very practical being a rep to drive a Ferrari, That's but true. I would still try. So we took one of the upstairs uh, spaces. We have the gallery's about 1,100 square feet, and we're displaying fabrics, trimmings, wall coverings, uh, custom furniture, lighting, accessories. And um, we actually have another rep, uh, Deb Feduciak, who's downstairs, and she represents Jab and Maria Flora and a few other lines. So it's it's this really nice... um, new and interesting design enclave. There's really good energy about the space.
0: Great. Now, for those who may not understand, the average consumer, Mrs. Homeowner cannot walk into your place of business and purchase.
1: Correct. They can walk in. We're happy to have them and and talk to them, educate them about what we do and and the makers of Mm -hmm. the goods that we sell. But we are wholesale only. So We leave the decision-making of what to buy and how to buy it up to the interior designer, the architect, the specifier, because they are working with the homeowner as their client. So our client is the wholesale designer, architect, and specifier. Okay, so
0: any designer can work with you. So if Mrs. Homeowner tells her designer, go see Richard because there's something I really like that he has, that's okay.
1: Correct. We work for the designer, so we're happy to do that.
0: Okay. So back to Paris. First of all, like I said, I've never been there. What's your favorite part of Paris?
1: My favorite part of Paris. I mean, it's an old ancient city. How do you start? Um, I actually love walking the grounds of the Louvre.
0: So you were there last month. So was it cold?
1: Yeah, it was pretty cold. I mean, you know, so we would go, um, in January for the deco off Paris deco off show and what that is, um, there are predominantly soft goods manufacturers, so uh, fabrics and textiles and wall coverings. They descend upon Paris on both sides of the bank, left and right, predominantly in the neighborhood called Saint-Germain-Dupree, and create pop-up showrooms. So most of the, of the year, those uh, spaces are art galleries or other installations, and they rent out those their spaces to the design trade for about a week and create the show so that you can go in. Anybody essentially is welcome to go in, but it's targeted to the home uh, design industry and and Mm -hmm. really targeted towards Americans. There's every year I I ask about attendance and it's mostly Americans that are showing up. So we're kind of taking over.
0: Why don't those people bring their wares to America and present that? Oh yeah. So (laughs) yeah.
1: So you know, um so designers go uh to get a sneak peek, you know, and to also experience, I mean, to be able to to walk in and there's this uh vendor that we work with, um his name's Antoine Dalbius and he has a fabric line. And so here in Arizona, I work with him and I show what he's created to the interior designers. But for an interior designer to go to Paris and actually be able to shake Antoine's hand and That's understand. True you know, how he came to create these fabrics and why or why not. It's, it's really just a different level of understanding the the industry from the top down.
0: Are most of the products that are displayed there made in France or no. are they all over Europe?
1: All, they're all over the world. The world. All over the world. Yeah. I mean, the exhibitor list keeps growing every year. And so therefore the show keeps expanding. Right.
0: It how long did it take out. you to walk the show?
1: There's, I mean, we couldn't possibly see everyone, uh, we were there, um, <laughs> here's the interesting story. So we, you know, t- we take an overnight flight. We flew in, uh, to Charles de Gaulle. We landed around 10 AM on, I think it was a Wednesday and we immediately took an Uber to a, um, a workshop for one of our lines, Charles Paris, who's a maker of, um, very fine crafted lighting and sculpture. And spent three hours there immediately after hopping off the plane and then Ubered into the city and then immediately had sales calls or sales appointments beginning around five o'clock with our other vendors. So, you know, it was nonstop. You're going constantly, you know, because you want to see everything that's new from everyone. Well,
0: what was the plan? How long were you going to stay there?
1: We, we were there from, you know, that Wednesday or that Tuesday until the following Monday, Wow, well, the following.
0: Monday, oh, more. so all those days, did you have any chance to have French pastry? No. No, Richard.
1: <laughs> no, we did not. Um, we actually, we, we, because this was our first trip, um, as made, right. We've uh-huh. been before, uh, but with different uh, companies. So this was the first trip with made. So this was about us both connecting with existing vendors and also seeking out some missing categories that we might want to fill in. So it was a very booked schedule. So we really, um, we had, you know, one or two nice dinners, but predominantly we would just hit the corner grocery shop and and grab, you know, like a sandwich or a baguette and a beer or some wine and, you know, hit the park bench, eat and then keep going Eat on the
0: park bench. Yeah. Wow. You know, it sounds very interesting.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's it's about. First of all, it's a very urban experience, right? You don't want to pamper yourself too much, right? But um, why not? We, we'll leave the pampering for later. Oh, okay. For the successes, yeah. You know, this sure. was very, this was very much yeah. a a uh, discovery.
0: So tell me, you trip. took a lot of pictures. Jiza did. Oh, good. I'm,
1: t- I'm a terrible photographer. I always forget about it. You know,
0: at least you had somebody who is picture conscious.
1: She's very, yeah, yeah, Good. yeah. She's a designer. So, you know, it's, it's, she's the the more visual of the two of us.
0: So no pictures. You didn't you I'm, just talked.
1: We just, I'm, yeah, I'm the navigator. So I set the schedule and, and we, and we, we went. So there was a lot to see with these appointments. I mean, understanding that when we have these appointments, you're seeing, um, you're one of the first people to see something new for the year and you're understanding, you know, why this was created, how it was created, who it was created for. You're getting all of this inspiration. So it's, it's, it's creativity overload in so many ways. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. So what did you come back with? What knowledge are you going to share with us?
1: So it's interesting, right? Because Paris Deco off, um, also coincides with fashion week at the, you know, at the same time. And you
0: didn't sneak into fashion week. Oh man. Man
1: there's good sales. Keep that in mind listeners for next year. Yeah. You know, um,
0: although they can go to fashion week in New York or right. now there's fashion week all over the place.
1: We even have a Phoenix fashion week, I
0: know. don't we? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, I mean, they're probably wearing, uh, sandals and short shorts. Okay. <laughs>
1: you know, what's funny is when I first moved to Arizona in 2007, I worked with a designer, um, and we, for Phoenix fashion week, Created some chairs in this really interesting patent black leather and uh, zebra-printed cowhide, and then put the models on the chairs and rolled them down the runway. It was pretty pretty amazing. We should and, do that again. Yeah, it's an it open made. it's an open source idea. Anybody can use it.
0: Yeah, now you shared it with yeah. everybody. Great.
1: You know what we saw in Paris um, as far as trends, and it's it's tough to say the word trends, but what what was trending as far as new inspiration was a a ton of color, Mm -hmm. which is not unusual for Paris, but by and large across all makers and all brands, color was definitely in, And saturated color, nothing washed out, nothing neutral, no gym tones, saturated. You know, I did a
0: podcast um, several weeks ago about the color of the year come to find out there's many, many colors of the year and they're all over the rainbow from the darks to the lights. So I guess, you know, the lights are like um, the light green, the light blue, the baby pink, but those vibrant colors really make a statement. So I would imagine that you're going to see a lot of that this year.
1: You're going to see a lot of the very vibrant colors. Um, And also there was a lot of um, nods to, to various cultures around the world. So there were a lot of um, African motifs present in interpretations, Middle Eastern. I mean, heavy with Middle Eastern, and also um, you know Indian and uh, Southeast Asian influence, and that to me was really inspiring because, in a more traditional way, we've seen those things around, right? The paisleys and the Moroccan mm-hmm. prints, but come and see- go, right? But now you're seeing. You know a different generation of designer come through a lot of these um, fabric houses and their interpretations from their experiences mm-hmm. and I thought that was really refreshing so these very traditional motifs, patterns um, and displays in a more contemporary format with these vibrant colors was really cool
0: so I'm sure you're seeing a lot more contemporary no no, no, because in every i mean talking about kitchens, talking about furniture typically. I'm seeing a lot more contemporary.
1: I think on the broader buyer's market, contemporary. Yeah. Because contemporary and high design was big. Right. uh, And and things come in stages and and typically.
0: Oh yeah. A little bit behind. I'm seeing 40 year old stuff coming back.
1: Right. And that's, that's the thing is that the more traditional elements for the younger, you know, affluent buyer at this point has it's, they're not familiar with it, you know, and so you're seeing these new interpretations of the traditional, um, of the decadent. And, and that's really, it's really, really interesting to see what these, these fabric design houses are coming out with.
0: Did you bring any of the ethnic designs back with you?
1: We will be. So mm-hmm. the point of the show is really to engage um, distributors worldwide to understand, you know, this is what we're doing this year. Here's your first chance, your first peek. For designers to see that as well. And then to begin planning, you know, designers might begin to plan out, uh, projects they have this year, understanding this product is going to be soon available. And for us as agents and distributors, will be receiving those wares, those goods, um, as the year rolls out.
0: What have you seen in furniture that's different, new, and exciting that you're bringing back with you or that you brought back with you?
1: Well, we really didn't or do Or that you ordered. Yeah, we didn't do a <laughs> furniture trip. So Deco Off uh, was created as an offshoot of Maison Objet, which is a, a longstanding show that happens at a different part of the city. And we simply didn't have time for that one. And then there's also the other show that happens in April in Milan, uh, which is called Salone. We're not going to be able to attend that one either. Um, This year was really focusing on the fabrics and wall coverings for us, so we'll have to do another podcast and and
0: talk about. Well, let's talk about wall coverings because I keep hearing they're back. They're not back. Some people don't like them. Some people go with the paint. What are you saying?
1: Wall covering is back. Wallpaper is out.
0: Okay. Tell us the difference.
1: Well, wall covering is a much broader and much more design oriented, um, way of looking at it. So big trends right now in wall covering are digital prints on different substrates, whether it be vinyl or whether it be fabric and different types of fabrics, suites, vinyls, um, linen grounds, cotton grounds made to order so that there's it's digital printing has come a long way. And that's something that a lot of uh, designers, as far as fabric designers, are taking advantage of to really, you know, do something beyond the loom.
0: So this is going to sound stupid, but I know we've heard about the um, the silk screen prints and mm-hmm. the hand done items. Did the digital ideas of doing this? bring the price down or did it go up? So it didn't affect it did, price. It did not affect price. It okay. just,
1: it's giving the fabric designer the wall, wall covering designer um, different tools that they mm-hmm. necessarily didn't have access to. And, and predominantly it's coming from, you know, the, the quality of the inks are much, much better. I was going
0: to say the quality of the print must be more exact and clear. Right. right. Okay.
1: And so it's its great because you can take that and you can make a much more exacting or you can use that to your advantage to make something look aged mm-hmm. you know it's just the flexibility that the new technology so gives.
0: technology has moved on to our walls oh yes right
1: yeah in more ways than one
0: so are you what are you not seeing on the walls? You said wallpaper is out, so the border wallpapers, or what about fabric matching wall coverings? do they still yeah have that? yeah, I mean we 're
1: yeah. seeing a, a lot more of um, the ability again with the digital print to do specific uh, designs on fabric and then have that correlate to your to your wall covering, uh, so you can have your drapery and your wall covering match. Tends to be a bit more of a European and, and definitely East Coast kind of look versus what we do here in Arizona. Um, but overall, we're seeing it, a lot of really interesting print come through with wall covering—more
0: geometric or more floral or florals were florals. huge. Yeah,
1: florals were huge. Yeah. Large or small? Large.
0: Large. Large.
1: Print. To a, to a point where the floral. Um, you know, you have to step away to really sort of see the big picture of the yeah. print, but also uh, very um, small and precise as well. You know, very busy.
0: So, the look of the wallpaper matching the upholstery was in a good 40 years ago. Right. Now it's coming back. How long do you think it'll last? I mean,
1: not 40 years. <laughs> no, it's not going to last 40
0: years, but it, it is a high dollar item by the time you get your walls done and your upholstery and Everything matches and it looks beautiful. And then you step back and you go, okay, now it's been there for three years. I'm tired of it. Right. Right?
1: Yeah. Because, you know, with high design, we're seeing a lot of um, eclecticism come through, right? Where it, for the design overall, matching in the traditional sense has, has kind of gone by the wayside.
0: Well, really the minimalistic look has moved in.
1: It has at a certain price point. Yeah. You know, uh, it's interesting. Um, you know, the editor of El Decor is a huge fan of maximalism, you know, and he's 34, right. And granted he's in New York and he's seeing lots of interesting things. We, we saw him actually at a vendor in, in Paris, uh, going after a lot more of the traditional look, but you know, for his demographic, they're looking at the more traditional look in a, like I said, a much more modern and contemporary way. And the, the feeling of having curated design where it's eclectic and pieces look found and are a little bit different and don't necessarily match, but somehow, you know, it's like planning a good party, right? You don't want everyone to be the same. You want them to be different, but to get along. right? And that's, you know, that's, that's kind of what the designers are are really focusing
0: on. I'm reading a lot of what's in, what's out, what's trendy, don't do this anymore and you know what? if you read more than two or three articles they're all canceling out each other.
1: You have to be careful because yeah. a lot of people saying that are trying to sell you something. <laughs> so
0: Well, and it's also their feelings on whatever. Right. Whether you're talking to a designer who loves minimalist minimalism and she likes she goes for the contemporary mm-hmm. and the very clean very almost empty room. Right. Now, somebody from New York who loves traditional is not going to read that and follow it. So it's the ideas of the writer. Correct. I keep telling people because they'll say to me, well, what's in for kitchens? Whatever you want to be in.
1: These are opinion pieces.
0: The whole idea is what's out there that's available that never was. And then you have your choice. You can pick what. You have in your showroom, you can mix it with things that you've had because you're going to live in it. That's right. why I keep telling people, it's your kitchen, it's your house, do whatever you want, right? Exactly. Don't you agree with that?
1: I agree. I mean, you, you don't want, you wouldn't wear ill-fitting clothing, you know, so you wouldn't really want to choose an ill-fitting design for your house and for your lifestyle.
0: I always tell people, pick the colors for your house that you look the best in. Mm-hmm. If you never wear yellow, don't paint your walls yellow because you'll look terrible and you'll feel bad. So you design your house around how you feel and what you dress in. Right. Agreed? Agreed. I love it. I want to talk about uh, lighting, Premier Lighting. They just went to market and they brought back great fixtures. There are so many different fixtures coming in and trending for 2020 that you're not going to believe it. A lot of different materials being used. I would suggest that you go on their website. And that's shoppremier.com. Their phone number is right there. They can call. You can call the lighting experts, and they can come into your house and help you, kind of give your room a new look by adding a couple of different fixtures. Uh, they're also now offering uh, financing, which is something very interesting. It's no interest for the first year. Um, I am not qualified to talk about their. Um, financial arrangements, but I would suggest that you call them. And also don't forget their sale for February is, uh, it's going on till the end of the month. So you can either shop on their website or you can stop into their showroom dot com. Hey, let's talk about lighting. What did you see in Paris that you really, really liked for lighting?
1: The, the thing that I saw more and more, and I've been seeing more and more of it for the past few years, um, is this reaching back into sort of um, art nouveau 20s, 30s, early modernism and taking a different twist on those pieces. So lots of frosted glass, lots of brass, lots of really interesting art deco shapes um, veering away from more traditional, you know, if you think of crystal chandeliers and didn't see any of that and also didn't see a lot of the very stark modern, you know, very, very clean lines. Everything was very artistic. Size-wise,
0: did you see bigger? Um, I know for the pendants um, over your island or Mm -hmm. the dining room table, they're going bigger.
1: Well, for this show, what we were able to see, because space is limited there, things were typically shown in smaller scale. But overall, bigger but not heavy. Mm-hmm. Right. So intricately done, you might have uh, multiple arms right, I was just going to say,
0: and movable arms at Correct. that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That seems really interesting. I would say that sounds very functional too.
1: Yeah. And with lighting, it's, it's, um, it's one of the areas that I think homeowners need to uh, splurge a little bit on because it's, it sets the mood. You know, it, it's, exactly. so, it's so impactful. It's what
0: I just said. You change a fixture, you change the whole look of the room.
1: Right. And, it's, and it can be viewed as um, sculpture, as artwork within the home as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone walks in, that's why you, you're used to seeing these grand chandeliers in the foyer or, or in the dining room. They don't have to be that traditional, but they do need to have a presence uh, all their own.
0: Yeah, I think lighting is going to be big this year. Yeah. I think everything's going to be big this year. The economy's moving along, and mm-hmm. so people are starting to look at their house, and they're getting tired of what they had, and they're going for the new. Right. So it's up to us to tell them what's in for 2020.
1: Yeah, the, the market's very good right now. Home building is very big. Um, and I think, at least for us here in Arizona, it's interesting because the mid-market, there's not there doesn't seem to be a ton of movement. There's a lot of luxury homes being built. Uh, and there's a lot of urban infill happening. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's going to be interesting as the m- more affluent, younger buyers buy into that urban aspect of living in the desert. What then will they choose to
0: put We're in We're also interiors? getting a lot of people coming in from other states for right. one reason or another. So our population is going off the roof. Yeah. And they're all on the same street when I'm going somewhere right? because they asked me about the traffic
1: yeah the demographics ah. are changing and and overall it's um there's a lot of a lot of life and movement happening yeah in, it's in all Phoenix. good yeah right happy
0: well if anybody have has any questions for richard um hey when are you going back to paris maybe somebody wants to go with you
1: yeah you know invitations open we'll be going back in january um We can book now. It's really cheap.
0: Yeah, you can do your own tour.
1: And we can do our own little tour.
0: Um, And maybe Richard will let you have dinner somewhere.
1: You know, I I hear the rabbit's really good.
0: The rabbit? Yeah. Rabbit? Oh, no. I'll stick with the 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 pastries.
1: I I will say, um, if anyone would like to attend, we are having events next Tuesday night.
0: This is in... In Phoenix. Mm-hmm.
1: This is at our shop. It's
0: actually in Scottsdale. It's
1: in Scottsdale, yeah.
0: And the address is?
1: Uh, the address is 6615 North Scottsdale Road, We are Suite 210. Uh, it's the northeast corner of Scottsdale Road and Lincoln Drive at the El Dorado Square. Do
0: they have to RSVP?
1: They can RSVP to us. Our um, uh, general email is on our website. It's info at com. But we're going to be celebrating. Three of our vendors will be in, in attendance um, champagne light bites, uh, on the French 11. pastry, French pastry Yay. yeah. from uh, four to eight.
0: Sounds good to me. Yeah. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening, Richard. I want to thank you for stopping by. This is the second podcast I've done with you. And I learn a lot
1: Happy and,
0: you. and you have such an interesting voice.
1: You know, it's, this is going to be my future. Once the, uh, Yeah. The fabrics go away.
0: Yeah. Once you get too old to go to Paris. (laughs) Right. So again, if anybody has any questions, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. I hope if you enjoyed this podcast and since uh, the beginning of the year, I've been doing podcasts on trends, trends for colors, trends for lighting. Now it's trends for furniture, wall coverings, fabric. You never know what we're going to talk about. So subscribe and keep listening. And thank you all.